in deedly do neighbor winecellarmedia.com all right so uh folks know what i care about and it's that climate change it's that sea level rise it's always been that with me that shit has never changed fucking um you see that shit in like children's after school specials when you're growing up and you're like wait the air oh fuck i breathe that shit (laughs) i need um i need some of that good shit when it comes to the air yeah wait water i drink that shit you know i want some fucking clean water what the fuck Mm -hmm. you know and um there was this uh character that would come around our elementary school every year at that time and from uh 1988 first year the camas perry elementary school opened you know on forward and it was called the light bug and you know they gave you like light bug pencils and whatnot and they uh, tell you about the ozone layer and um energy conservation ideas yeah so like i was really raised in it and in the educational system where you're like oh this is the um extra parental authority you know so from childhood the extra parental authority told me that global warming is a problem and when i was a teenager i saw um nancy pelosi why you gotta make fun of chicagoans first of all (laughs) Oh, look, your decibels come in all fucking just rich. You're not even near your mm, microphone. No, no. That's because I have the new microphone, nigga. Yes, indeed. Thank you to uh, folks that hold it down. And uh, Phoebe Loco, we saw your comment on the Patreon. We concede. We concede. Yeah. <laughs> Full socialization continues. Yes. And uh, let's see. Um, so that, yeah, that fucking light bug... The uh, climate change shit, yeah, all that, all that fucking stuff matters. A uh, great goddamn deal to me, and I still follow it. And so here is um, some sea level rise business. Still trying to get my microphone um, nice and up there, mm-hmm. without too much air in the mix. And um, so, relatively recent articles that are up. Sea level rise could force 13 million in the U.S. to relocate. Hmm. Phoenix Glee, you had me thinking about that yesterday. Yes, yes. See, I sound a little less paranoid now, right? (laughs) Because I know, we sounded like hella, like, conspiracy theory paranoid, but I'm fucking serious about that shit. Well, God, yeah, people are gonna go every damn where. Yeah, we gotta secure our death house. We do. By death house, we mean just like this is the last time we're moving, folks. We're going to go somewhere and we're going to fucking be there. And we're going to feel good. Yes. How do you feel? I feel... I feel amazing. Is this how men feel? All the time. Even the ugly ones. We're going to feel like that. All right. So uh, let's see here. Around uh, 13 million people could be forced to inland in the U.S. due to the rising sea levels expected by by 2,100. So we'll be gone. Yeah. We won't really be kicking around. If we are, I'll I'll still do the program. (laughs) We're still going to be podcasting? Yeah. Let me tell y'all back when MCs wore pants at all. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, back in my day, rappers put a leg in a leg, stepped on stage, and did the damn show. Mm-hmm. These new rappers, it's not even only fans anymore. Just no pants, just straight Bugs Bunny style. 
And so, um, a, uh, a study that came from the University of Southern California, Professor Bistra Dilkina, Bistra Dilkina, I think that'd be Bistra, B-I-S-T-R-A. I'm trying to find it. Oh, bottom of the first. Oh. I think Bistra. Yeah. yeah. And the, uh, this study is to is the first to use uh, machine learning to project migration patterns resulting from sea level rise. And the most popular relocation choices are expected to be landlocked cities. Really? Mm. So uh, Atlanta, Houston, Dallas, Denver, Las Vegas. I guess that's people in California and the southeast Florida and whatnot that don't want to be in the cold. Yeah. They're going to move directly to those areas. And um, to predict... Damn, that's going to... Because, like, a lot of black people are in Vegas. Mm -hmm. So, uh... El got a uh, one-century gentrification plan coming your way. (laughs) The, uh... And so, uh, the in the Midwest will experience a disproportionately large influx of people relative to smaller local populations. Now they uh, they wanted to predict this trajectory, so the researchers they took existing projections of uh, rising sea levels combined with co- combined this with uh, population projections based on migration patterns after Hurricane Katrina and Hurricane Reader. Uh, the team uh, trained machine learning models, a subset of artificial intelligence, to predict where the people would relocate. Yeah. They use machines for that. They do. We just said, they're going to go to where the the sea isn't. <laughs> but also the cities are, which means there's going to be factories and jobs near that. That's where right. they're going to... We needed... I, I, I respect this study. They cared enough to do it. They they did. They did. But yeah. But a couple of niggas with a podcast also did it. We also did. I think I posted an article a couple of weeks ago on the website about uh, this. Not so much uh, migration patterns, but just like um, how many, um, like uh, how, how much money we're anticipated to lose because so many um, like federally backed mortgages are in like flood areas now so like yeah there's shit like we're like this because of course a mortgage is what like 30 years 40 years so a bunch of people who have uh like you know uh was it fannie mae and freddie mac mortgages um they're still paying their shit off but in like 20 years their shit's gonna be flooded because it's gonna be in a flood zone due to climate change so that's gonna be amazing uh and fun and fun. So it's going to be all the fun. You're leaving out all the excitement that's coming your way. Excitement. Yeah, let's let's go with that. And, of course, um, I was born in a place. I don't know if you knew that about me. Really? You were born? Yes, ma'am. In a place? New Jersey. But this New Jersey website is like, nigga, fuck your ad blocker, punk. Mm-hmm. That's what you get. And I'm like, come on, New Jersey. Nope, New Jersey said, fuck you. <laughs> and, uh, what the flippity flop to people do? All right. <laughs> New Jersey climate That's report. It's hard to podcast live, man. Indeed. <laughs> um, expect more heat deaths. Oh, good. Great. Yeah. Flooding. Jellyfish. <laughs> jellyfish. What? Are there <laughs> many jellyfish in New Jersey? 
There's gonna be a jelly demic in New Jersey. A jelly demic. This is bullshit, man. <laughs> 2020 is the worst year ever. Of course, they start the article with New Jerseyans. I refuse to put that into my vocabulary. I don't. I don't respect that. Okay. Nobody even likes New Jersey. Isn't it just basically New York? I. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. I mean, that's why they had the rapper Redman in a song called The Five Boroughs. Just fuck it. Jersey. I mean, who are the most famous people from New, from New Jersey? What? Fucking the Jersey Shore kids? Redman. Reggie Noble. Reggie Noble? All right, yeah. Reggie. All right, Reggie. What? Those Jer- um, The RuPaul Charles Homegirl that we dislike. Oh, God. Michelle Visage. Yeah, New that's Jersey. That's what they gave us. Thanks, Jersey. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, Jersey got some uh, some folks coming out of there. What naughty by nature? Okay. Yeah, the outsiders. Pace one. Now I'm get. I, I am a hip hopper, folks. <laughs> really? Yeah. Other, other things matter more to me. And this is uh, this article is coming from Amanda um, Oglesby of the Ashbury Park Press, and uh, said they can expect hotter summers, higher sea levels, and torrential downpours. In the coming decades. Torrential. All right. Fuck. And there are folks out there with, you know, like, it's not just all bricks. Like, there's houses with basements. Yeah. Jesus Christ, there's going to be some flood action. Hmm. And downhill areas, you know, they catch it. Yeah. So the um, the big fancy science folks that think they know every damn thing, <laughs> they say that uh, sea levels are likely to rise nearly one and a half motherfucking damn feet over the next 30 years. That's a lot. There you go, Gen Z. Enjoy it. <laughs> Just remember, you have to vote blue no matter who, and the Democrats aren't doing shit about climate change, so. Yeah. See you making fun of us. Don't you talk about my gangster rap. Don't you be talking about my rappers. They don't even know who your rappers are. Everybody knows Snoop. Not as a rapper. Well, Wayne. Yeah, because everybody sounds like him. Yeah, Wayne is some sort of, like, ill, illegitimate father of a bunch of rappers that are not nearly as good as him. It's really bugged out. So, like, he's just eternally disappointed every Father's Day? Ooh. Why do all my children suck? Yeah. <laughs> And yeah, the uh, uh, Amanda um, Oglesby pushes forward here saying that flooding will also become more common because rain is predicted to happen in more severe bursts than in the past. Oof. Um, and remember they had the, um, that fucking, uh, the 2012 hurricane where Chris Matthews was like, uh, oh, thank goodness for uh, Hurricane Sandy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Hurricane Sandy, and then, ironically, that name carried on later that year with Sandy Hook. Yeah. And it was, like, a bad year for that name. Mm. And, uh, yeah, and Chris Matthews at MSNBC, like, after uh, Barry Hussein won, because he was out there hugged up with Chris Christie and all them niggas. Yeah. Uh, Chris Matthews was like, thank goodness that Hurricane Sandy happened, right? <laughs> and in the video clip, when, like, when it was live, I don't know, like, if they do a replay, if this will be, like, cropped out. But, like, Rachel Maddow put her hand on his shoulder and put her head down. Like, oh, shit. It's like that fast twitch muscle moment. She was like, you're not enough of a sociopath, son. You said the quiet part loud. And, of course, on the next dub, I think Chris Matthews was airing at 5 p.m. 
and then literally a rerun of the 5 p.m. Adam at 7 p.m. Yeah. Yeah, before they would play Ed Schultz and then Chris Matt and then Matt Owl at 9. Yeah, I got my fill of uh of trying to figure out what the fuck these liberals were talking about. Oof. Yeah, that, that's the thing. They don't talk about anything. Yeah, but they had Ed Schultz in there at 8. You know, you, you felt like, yeah, the worker. And then Ed Schultz was like, yeah, the pipeline's good. And you were like, wait, what happened? <laughs> and then uh, people that called into his radio show got him to flip it. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing with, uh, with Brian Fisher. Uh, Brian Fisher tried to cha- challenge Daddy Trump. Yeah. And Brian Fisher's bootlicker-ass fan base called in. And on the next episode, he said... Yeah, I was uh, I was wrong on that one, and uh, thank goodness some of you callers uh, set me straight there. <laughs> yep, just like fucking uh, Alex Jones. Alex Jones was not pro-Trump, folks. In those first months, yeah, Alex Jones was like, I don't really know about this guy. <laughs> Doesn't really seem like our uh, like he really represents America. <laughs> yep. Yeah, like Jones was not into that Trump shit, but then he saw that his money base was into Trump, and he was like. <laughs> This guy's going to bring it back. He's uh, he's not for the globalists. He's very pro-America, America first. Donald and, Trump. <laughs> and of course, speaking of Trump, since this is a story about climate change, because I have to point it out every time because I'm a fucking insufferable leftist and I know that about myself. I don't care. <laughs> um, remember that a couple years ago, uh, the Trump golf course in Ireland petitioned to put up um, seawalls sea due to uh, increased uh, d- d- because of climate change, right? They're like, our shit's going to start flooding and actually put in a petition to put up seawalls. So, you know, it looks real fucking silly when a bunch of Trump supporters are like, climate change isn't real. And then Trump properties are like, eh, let's, let's, uh, let's prepare for climate change, guys. And you know what they're going to say to the workers. If you manual laborers would work as hard as the owners, you wouldn't be so poor now, would you? <laughs> and Phoenix Kalita had something in there that she is going to eat. I just heard that uh, oven timer go off. She went to go grab that. So uh, looking forward here. This is on uh, My Central Jersey. This is up by Amanda Oglesby. Uh, said uh, DEP officials said the new report lays a scientific foundation for policy changes yet to come. State rules that will likely shape future construction, particularly along the coast and flood-prone areas. The latest report complies uh, science about uh, uh, climate-related threats facing the Garden State through 2100. So, uh, it's gonna get fun <laughs> to just uh, grab it a little bit more out of this. Um, Urban areas are likely to feel impacts of these heat waves more acutely due to uh, asphalt and concrete retaining heat better than uh, trees and forests. As a result, deaths from uh, heat-related causes could be could rise 55%. So that's over 100 years. And I mean, and that's, you know, it, you can't really predict exponential increase on that. So that 55% could be 75% when they redo the study in 10 years or when they do another study in five years, right? So like if it's 55% over a full century and that's already accounting for exponentialism, maybe at, um, at a half a century, could you be looking at 30%? But then that doesn't account for already happening exponential. So could that be the real 50% point? Uh, 
who knows where that goes, but climate change and sea level rise are a big motherfucking problem. And mitigation, good, let's fight against it. But I think as far as like things like this, like these hundred year patterns and these hundred year predictions, we are already at a point of no return. So it'll take a great degree of selflessness that I'm 100% ready to practice. Let's get our recycle on. Let's be a fucking um, one car household. Let's get a fucking Venus Kalita. Are hybrids a good car to get? Like, um, I mean, they're good for gas mileage in that aspect, but the batteries also require lithium, shit. which is mined by slave children in Africa, as far as I understand, so, you know. Phoenix Leader just came in to say there is no ethical consumption, I think is what she was gunning for. That's what I was going for. Yeah, there is no ethical consumption. Ugh. So, I, uh, stay a one-car household, I think is the best yeah. idea I got. Yeah, and just, yeah, try to recycle. I mean, just try to be as eco-friendly as possible, but, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So we barely use the printer, and when we do, we recycle the paper. We do, We're, we're doing it big. <laughs> well, hopefully, if we ever get a house someday and I have a yard, then I can just raise chickens and rabbits and eat them, and that will be my contribution to being green. It'll help. And uh, and I don't want a casket or embalming fluid and shit. Just, uh, just kind of toss me out there. It's not even me anymore. My mind is dead, so it's just toss, you know, that leftover shit out there. You know. Uh, Maybe to a Komodo dragon. Might be hilarious. I I don't want to get that close to a Komodo dragon. Put me on a skateboard and roll me up to it. Put you on a skateboard (laughs) and roll you up to a Komodo dragon so it can eat you. It'll be my only episode of Jackass. Woo! Alright, sounds fun. Uh, I don't know about the Komodo dragon part. Man. I was thinking about just maybe donating your body to science and... Alright. Like, what if somebody needs your organs or something? Uh, you. We should find out my blood type. What if I'm, what is it, O? O positive. Oh yeah, I'm originally positive. Yeah, let's find out my blood type. Wow. Really, though? This is a morning wine cellar, folks. Socialized morning wine cellar. And uh, <clears throat> something that happens in the morning is Phoenix Kalita rolls over and says, look at this shit on Twitter. You see these niggas? <laughs> and I'll be like, ma'am, make it a segment. What are you doing? I have one eye halfway open in glaucoma. Can you read it to me? She just holds the phone up to my face. <laughs> I do, though. I really fucking do. Um... All right, so Trump is trending on Twitter, because Trump is always trending on Twitter. Hi-ya. Um, uh, after long resisting wearing a mask in public, President Donald Trump said Wednesday he likes them because it'll make him look like the Lone Ranger. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> Which? Was that a tweet he made? Or- was, I don't know. I think it was a, um, a press conference statement. <laughs> uh, oh, it was a Fox Business interview. Um, so, like, there's so much happening. Like, I don't know how he manages to say, like, ten fucked up things in one sentence every time, but he does. Um, so, first of all, he's like a fucking child. Like, I want to be the Lone Ranger when I grow up. And the Lone Ranger was black, just in case you forgot. I will remind you of this until the day I die. Um, so, like, first of all, like, you're not fucking ten. You're not a fucking, like cowboy nigga shit, what the fuck is wrong with you well, remember the video clip of him playing in the fucking semi truck yes yes 
nigga. It's that energy. Oh, when he was getting in a helicopter and a child asked him if he was Batman and he said yes. Oh, God. (laughs) But here's the biggest thing. The Lone Ranger mask goes over his eyes to conceal his identity. It doesn't even cover your fucking mouth. We're wearing masks for COVID to stop coughing COVID germs on people. That's that's how he breathes through his eyes. (laughs) He breathes through his eyes. Fuck yeah. That's all Presbyterians do it like that. Ah, it's the only way. You think it's you think there's a better way than that? Yes, a mask that covers your mouth. You are a fib teller <laughs> if I've ever seen one. Am I though? Am I? I'm I'm trying desperately to find this <laughs> audio. I would love this in my life. Yeah. That gummit. I don't want your. Uh, I don't want to subscribe. Well, I mean, why would you want to subscribe? <laughs> ah, this isn't oh. the video clip. Well, this is Botanical Gardens. Uh, let's see. Wait a second there, buddy. I... It's it's really hard to just... Did... All right, let's hear him. Oh, I would, I would... Oh, I have. I mean, people have seen me wearing one. If I'm in a group of people where we're not, you know, 10 feet away, and but usually I'm not in that position, and everyone's tested. I'm actually, I, I had a mask on. I sort of liked the way I looked. Okay, I look like the Lone Ranger. Okay, I look like the Lone Ranger. Okay, I look like the Lone Ranger. I look like the Lone Ranger. Look like the Lone Ranger. Lone Ranger. Lone Ranger. Lone Ranger. No. Oh, I... No. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. Why? Why did? Why did you, Jill Stein voters? Yes. Give us Trump. Hmm? Uh, we didn't. Uh. Yes, you did. No, we didn't. You're Russian, aren't you? Nye? You're a bot. Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, you look I like mean, a I bot. Feel, I feel pretty real. You had a blood clot recently? I did have a blood clot yeah, recently. Yeah, bots have those. Bots have blood clots? Yes. Are you sure? No, but also the, this Trump shit. But also, you know what else? I think that's somewhere where general right-wingers relate to each other and also where you know the the, the fake left you know the liberals yeah are pretty similar in, in this account because like i look like the lone ranger mm-hmm. i want to look like something i just want to have a cool image and be on the stage on the camera yeah and like you see those guys like the one i posted the long thread with the guys who had on their tactical gear because they're a militia. Yeah. And it was pointed out how all their shit that they have on is, like, not tactical. If they got in a situation, they totally fuck up. Yeah. One guy has his gun pointed at his foot. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Uh-huh. And, uh, but they just want to look like something. You know, they want to they wanna call themselves abolitionists and then yell at pregnant women that are seeking an abortion or pregnant people. Yeah. You know, seeking an abortion. You know, uh, they, they just, they want to look like something. Uh, on MSNBC, they want they want to look like an activist. Yeah. For you sure. Right? Elon James White, who wants to look like an activist. I remember they were talking about when they went to Ferguson, mm-hmm. right? The um, the neoliberals at, uh, what was it? This Week in Blackness. Yeah. That program that used to exist before Elon thanked all his givings <laughs> <laughs> about that one. Uh, dear white people, we'll tell you about that if you ask. 
Mm-hmm. But it's, it, it's a great one, and I celebrate that every Thanksgiving now. Over, I do fuck that job day as well, but I also we. It's a black holiday. It's a new one. Yeah. And um, they went to Ferguson, and um, Elon, Aaron, Aaron Rand Freeman was uh, Elon's producer and uh, one of the co-hosts at the time, because it's good to have a producer that can speak. Uh, just for the the business purpose of it and to make the show fly. Yeah. And uh, so that's Aaron's job. And Aaron was doing one of his speaking parts. And he was just talking about how cool Elon looked because he rented this big black SUV. Mm-hmm. And if I remember right, he said it had black rims as well. Huh. And it just really fit the image of being this week in blackness and black Elon showing up in a black SUV. And it's like, it's about... Ferguson, right? It's about what's going down, but they're talking about how cool they look, and I might have that episode still downloaded. Like really? I have a gang of, because I had my uh, my iTunes on the past laptop was set to auto download. Okay, since for a while, so I I might actually have that. Like I have the ones where Imani Gandhi was literally screaming Bernie Bros. It was actually <laughs> kind of weird, and I have I have all that old shit. <laughs> Just you know, because niggas like deleting, right? No, that's that's legit. I mean, yeah, they, they just want to look like something. All they care about is the image. Like, like uh, it, it's basically everything is Afropunk. Yeah. Oh, what was sorry. the fucking episode that we had? Uh, the revolution will be Instagram filtered. Revolution. It will be. <clears throat> Damn. Yeah. Part two is part due. <laughs> um, Republicans are outflanking Democrats from the left again. Re- ah. That's not true. Hmm. Republican Senators Ron Johnson uh, from Wisconsin and James Lankford from Oklahoma introduced an amendment that would replace Columbus Day with Juneteenth as a federal holiday. That is... That's fucking trollish. What are their names? Uh, Ron Johnson and James Lankford. God, I, those names... Okay, Ron Johnson does sound <coughs> familiar, but it's also... Ron Johnson, like, how many white men are that? Right. Shit, white and black. Like, you know it's some fucking black boomers, yep. Ron Johnson. Mm-hmm. Uh, served in the 4th Infantry. Mm-hmm. And you know why they, uh, they enjoyed me around there? You got some great moves, Todd. You dance like a white man, and I love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, this is a response because John Cornyn, uh, from Texas, introduced a bill last week... <clears throat> to declare Juneteenth a federal holiday. And so what they want to do is they made an amendment to make Columbus Day gone and replace it with June 15th because it'll save money, basically. So apparently the fucking Republicans are more supportive of Juneteenth than Democrats. I don't know. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Let me see. uh, Ron Johnson. FBI secret is a secret society working to overthrow Donald Trump. Ron Johnson, I'm I'm not gonna speak for John McCain. He has a brain tumor right now. Oh God. It's just it's just not even an issue here in Wisconsin. It doesn't even move the radar. That's Ron Johnson says abortion is not an issue. Ron Johnson, the economy was not in free fall when President Obama took office. Ron Johnson, business outsourcing is not responsible for our weakened economy. Ron Johnson doesn't see a problem with outsourcing. Here, Ron Johnson, no. 
I think climate change is absolutely not proven. Oh, God. This is and introduced a Ju- Juneteenth for what? National holiday? Yeah, a national holiday to replace Columbus Day. This nigga's trolling. I'm just looking at some a couple of Ron Johnson quotes. Let's take a look. Um, Greenland was actually green at one point in time, and it's been since. It's a whole lot whiter now. Uh, Ron Johnson. Oh man, I don't even. I'm not even gonna try to parse that one out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is the guy. What's the other motherfucker's name? Um, hang on, I clicked away from it. Um, oh shoot. John Cornyn was one of them from Texas. That name sounds so familiar. I don't even want to look it up. And um, James Lankford from Oklahoma. James Lankford. Senator? Uh, Yes. Senator James Lankford. Oh, it's Lanky with a K. Yes. Oh, he a lanky ass nigga. Might be. All right. Let's see. All right. Senator Lankford. Still insists Republicans are the party of Lincoln as Trump tightens his grip on the GOP. Mm-hmm. All right. And that that is from June 17th. Yeah. That was two days before <clears throat> Juneteenth. <clears throat> nigga was doing a racist dog whistle on his party. Yep. My goodness. Um, uh, let's take a look at this one. This is from uh, June 10th. All right. This now is... joining me is Oklahoma Senator, Homeland and Governmental Affairs Committee member, and Finance Committee oh, member, God. James Lankford. Senator, it's great Dude. to see you this morning. Thanks very much for joining us. Lank. That's what the fuck you what, looks you like. Don't, you, don't, you don't think that's a that's a right bloke? Looks like if uh like uh like if Eminem like decided to go into politics. <laughs> yo, man, when when skinny niggas have big heads, yo, they look like they're gonna fall over. Man, this shit does not look safe. Mm-mm. And he got that one Uncle Ruckus eye. Whew. To talk about with you ahead of that judiciary hearing on police reform. Let's talk economics first, though. Do you think another round of aid is needed, whether it's relief or stimulus? Do you think we'll see it this year? I, I'm not sure we'll see it yet this year. We'll have some kind of package. Whoa. That's his voice. How much of that is performance? Man, you don't have to put that on all the time. Just just fucking open your face and say the words. You don't have to. Like, he sounds like Lurch. I don't know, man. And everyone's trying to figure out it's going to be another two, three trillion dollar bill. I don't, I don't anticipate that at all. Uh, I don't think we need it, uh, quite frankly. Uh, about half of the three and a half. <laughs> all right. He doesn't think we need Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Another one of these bills. Half trillion dollars from the previous four packages is still not out the door. Uh, the Main Street Lending Program has not begun yet. Uh, that's additional liquidity that goes in the market. Uh, we've got uh, a lot of the state and local funding uh, that has been allocated to the states, but they've actually not given it actually out uh, at this point. So a lot of the money has not even gone out the door yet, and people are talking about a next package. Uh, there's a pause at this point to be able to wait and see the effect of that. When he's saying the money has not gotten out of the door, mm-hmm. this kind of language use did, did, does that? Do you understand that immediately? No. Yeah, that that doesn't hit me either. Like you saying it hasn't left the hands of who you've given it to, or it hasn't left the government to go to the people yet. Like I don't know. Uh, he only tweets like once a month though, so that's not helpful. Uh, I just don't uh, type 
like, yeah, he's, God, he's so fucking butthead from Beavis and Butthead the more I hear him speak. <laughs> uh, we'll know more by the end of July, but we don't know yet at this point uh, how much is going to be needed. We are grateful the, the economy's reopening and people are starting to uh, open back up again across. They always say the economy is reopening. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> goods and services and money did not stop exchanging hands. Right. Like, I don't know if you knew this, but there were still lines outside of the Walmart. Because mm-hmm. that's where the fucking food is. Yep. The fuck? People like, I don't know if you've seen the toilet paper shelf lately. It's still scarce out here, which is kind of weird because I have yet to hear about the coronavirus symptoms that meant you take extra, extra mushy shits and Mm. you need a few more rolls around the hand. Maybe. What? Maybe. (laughs) Maybe. You're acting like me. Hmm? You're doing my part. I know what you're talking about. (laughs) Most of the country. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense what you're saying. But let me ask you this. From what you've seen in terms of the reopenings, in terms of what has been hit hardest in this shutdown, is it? are you more poised to give more money to cities and states or small business, community banks? Where do you see the most need right now, knowing that, of course, you are still watching to see the impact of the CARES Act? All right. Question coming from Fox Business. Real hardball question. <laughs> okay. Real tough one. Well, not that. That wasn't a lob. Yeah, cities and states, we don't know yet all the impact on it. Obviously, a lot of states, uh, their Medicaid uh, bills were very, very low uh, for a couple of months. That's millions and millions of dollars they didn't spend. And so we're trying to, they're all talking about what they didn't receive in revenue, uh, but we don't. Wait, he's saying their Medicaid bills were low? I guess. So they don't need money? I think that's what he's implying. Wait, look, Matt. <laughs> Medicaid isn't the only bill as far as healthcare goes. Yep. Don't people have other, like, private bills and... Yep. Yeah, like, what else? You know the healthcare system, I think. (laughs) What, as far as medical bills? Yeah. Well, a big thing with Medicaid is that it usually takes a while to get the bills from when you go, so... Just because you don't have a lot of bills in, like, say you know, July means you might have gone to the doctor in, you know, like May and your shit just hasn't come through yet. Whoa. Yeah. So they don't need money then. <laughs> they don't need money, apparently. All right. Well, they did get that all, all that affordable health care from that right wing health care plan from the Heritage Foundation. Know yet what they also didn't spend during that time period as well. So we're trying to get the balance uh, of that. And when I look at small businesses and other areas, we've extended the Paycheck Protection Program on that. We still have a hundred billion dollars left in that Paycheck Protection Program that has not been tapped yet by small businesses and nonprofits. And uh, so we're going through, still watching that because a lot of that money is still available and has not been tapped yet. But why not? Oh, because a lot of businesses don't qualify. Oh, then maybe they should open up the... Wait, wait, which ones don't qualify and why? Um, <clears throat> a lot of sex workers got denied in particular. So, like, places that sell, like, sex toys, um, various, like, sex educators that work with organizations got denied funding. Because there was, like, this um, <clears throat> sort of, like, uh, like fucking puritanical bullshit. Like, loophole in the funding packages that was something, like, if you, um, like, promote unhealthy sexuality or something like you can be denied for shit so a lot of like lgtbq 
uh, like base businesses were denied anything like that basically anything that involved any sort of sexuality that wasn't like Christian Republican like and this is how you have sex appropriately in a marriage type shit got denied <clears throat> huh. yeah well all right so let's um again like hire me I'll, I'll start the um the swap Christian sex chapter the swap Christian sex chapter yeah swap for Jesus swap for Jesus like partner swap or well now let, let's see um don't we all share jesus there's only one jesus there is only one jesus and all the catholic nuns are married to him and don't we all take his flesh in our mouths at the same time isn't that how that works uh communion is flesh and blood yes all right let's choke down some jesus and people don't understand how, like, so many Christians are into BDSM. Like, really? Yeah. <clears throat> yes. All right, yeah, let's, uh, yeah, let's call it the Holy Chokedown, and let's, let's handle the it. The Holy Chokedown. Yes, ma'am. That, dot com. <laughs> Your number one Christian website. <laughs> yeah. Okay. This is where Christians really mingle. Woo! <laughs> One of the hardest parts are going to be uh, older workers uh, that have other health care issues, trying to be able to find a time for them to be able to get back to work. Uh, that's one of the toughest moments. Uh, Nigga, uh -huh. I hate capitalism. Uh -huh. Yeah, the people most likely to die from this shit. Mm -hmm. let's, get, let's get them out there because they're using too much Social Security money. Yeah. God, I have a co-worker that's 80. I can't stop saying that plans to work till he's 85 we're really just doing a whole Lankford segment yes ma'am all right i want to hear what he has to say about police reform oh, i didn't God. know the money part would be this long but it is fox business huh but it also gave us something to comment on it did yeah i think what you said about medicaid was uh constructive hmm if you've got somebody, let's say, 60 years old that's a diabetic uh, that wants to be able to go back to work, but they're high risk at this point, when can they go back to work? Why the fuck would a 60-year-old diabetic... Okay. We I'll already know why, because that was a story that happened. Um, oh, fuck the damn. A guy in uh, Las Vegas died from coronavirus because he had to go back to work because he couldn't afford his fucking insulin. Holy okay, well there's that well that that's answered. Yep. Done and done. Mm -hmm. Just just shut down a whole William Morning Wine Cellar rant. <laughs> My bad. And how can they reestablish and can they get a good uh, distancing around them that makes it safe for them? And so that's the hardest nut to be able to crack it. That was the last thing he said was, Oh yeah, and you know, safety. That's mm -hmm. the hardest nut to crack there, buddy. Is my hair mm -hmm. still red? Oof. Right? Do I look like a? Do I look like I'm what Bill Burr was supposed to be? Oof. This is to be able to figure out how to uh, how to be able to protect those folks while still incentivizing everyone else to be able to get back to work because we can. That Wait, just because we can? Yeah. God damn. Because we can. Because we can. Again, Republicans are so much like gangster rappers. They really are. <coughs> when they um. A E40 album came out, and I was like, "Holy shit! It's fe he has Sibo featured on this one. Cool. I like when they collaborate." And the name of the song was "Cause I Can." Sounds about right. Very important point. All right, you are on the working group along with Tim Scott on reform. Tell us what you'd like to see happen in terms of reform. We've been talking about the police all morning, Senator. 
Yeah, there's a small group of us that have worked through this uh, now for over a week to be able to talk through what, what are the basic needs uh, that we need to address. More information, uh, a lot of it's transparency. A lot of departments already turn in if there's a fatality uh, under police uh, care uh, to be able to get the... Joining us, lots of... Whoa, whoa, did my man say police care? Yes. Under police care? Yes. That's what that is preserved in police departments it helps us get good information to be able to address more information uh, a lot of it's transparency a lot of departments already turn in if there's a fatality uh, under police uh, care uh, to be able to get the details of that how it happens a large number of departments do that not all of them do it helps us get good wait what's what's that large number right yeah just 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 large number a uh, big number nigga you're on fox business i think they like numbers here <laughs> i think information to be able to track that information to be able to know the same thing with uh, the no-knock warrants we don't have information from around the country to be able to see that that's important transparency we want to make sure that records are preserved in police departments so if a, an officer moves from one department to another one uh, all those records are preserved so the next department can get those records uh, if they choose to and we would hope that they would wait if they choose to and if we hope that to. they would nigga Thoughts and prayers, hopes and dreams, it's all fucking whatever. Yeah, we just, we, uh, we want to open up the opportunity for them to, uh, do, not do what they're not doing because they don't really feel like doing it <laughs> if they choose not to choose to be able to do that same thing with body cameras we want to be able to increase the use of body cameras and to be able to incentivize their use and that they stay on and then another issue we've got is rec incentivize their use mm-hmm now, I'm sure that was a throwaway sentence. I don't think, like, just my read on this guy so far is I don't think he's smart enough to be that effective of a sociopath without help. Hmm. But just thinking, like, incentive to keep them on, that would mean, like, some strengthening. What is that thing they have? Something immunity? Uh, immunity impunity? Oh, right, yeah. Yeah. Um, I can't remember the name of it. Yeah. yeah. That, and then also, like, that also is going to mean increased money for police budgets. Because then, like, we have to make sure everybody has one and they're in good working order. So you got to pay for them, pay for the maintenance, and blah, blah, blah. So that just really just means increased police budgets. Here we are. In the United States, the Doctrine of Qualified Immunity grants government officials performing discretionary functions immunity from civil suits unless the <coughs> plaintiff shows the official violated clearly established statutory constitutional rights of which a reasonable person would have known. Mm-hmm. Except, goddamn, fucking thing. Oh, the, the um, <laughs> turned it off. Um, except what's interesting about that is it says which a reasonable person would have known because the Supreme Court already said that police don't have to know the laws. Remember that? Well, they also, and again, like the the IQ thing. There's racism and bullshit and shit to that, but like they said, you can score too high on an IQ test to be yes high, yes which we've said a million times here. but yeah I think there was a case where um someone got like pulled over for something and it turned into a whole big thing and they tried to sue the police department and the Supreme Court actually ruled that they didn't have a right to sue the police department because the officer thought the person was breaking the law when they got pulled over and so they're like well cops don't have to know the law and I'm like oh that's great they're not lawyers right they're pigs <laughs> indeed <laughs> Yeah, like, they just go to the trough. But the uh, fucking... So I'm thinking, like, incentivized to keep the cameras on. Mm -hmm. Would that mean strengthening shit like qualified immunity as opposed to going in the opposite direction? Probably. 
which the opposite direction would be more constructive, folks. But fucking, yeah, like, so damn, like, an idea, like, what would that include? Uh, obviously, well, what, like, shit like that Philadelphia thing. Was it Philadelphia where it was like, you can't fuck the sex workers and then arrest them anymore? Oh, that was a bunch of states, but yeah. Oh, uh, I was about, they're gonna be like, all right, you can do a little, a little fiddle diddling. Mm-hmm. All right, but, right, like, what are they gonna do? Like, they're gonna give them something. Yeah. Yeah, but that, but that's if that's a real thing. I, I, I think that was just a throwaway line on his end, because he sounds too much like Butthead. Yeah. Recruiting. Uh, there are some big city departments that th- they don't match the ethnicity of the community. We want to make sure that they can get recruiters and also to be able to keep those folks and put them through the academy. All right. So, a couple weeks ago, we just saw a black man hit a black woman in the face with a fucking skateboard. Yeah. So no. Black cops are not the idea. No cops are the idea. Yep. Well, I would like to point out again that, you know, in Chicago, our top cop was Eddie Johnson, and he was black, and he literally came into the job uh, saying that he'd never seen police corruption before in Chicago as a lifelong cop. And I don't know, I think it's been a while since I've mentioned it, but Chicago in particular has a lot of uh, police brutality and... Um, issues like the Chicago like the reason that Illinois as a state does not use the death penalty is because uh Chicago police were so fucking corrupt and were like beating and torturing confessions out of so many people there were so many wrongful convictions we actually had to stop as a state from using the death penalty but this guy who's like been a Chicago cop forever has never seen police corruption okay yeah, and that's why in the um, in the 1988 song, and remember, albums tend to come out later, so the lyrics may have actually been written in 1987 when Ice Cube said, Black police showing out for the white cop. Mm-hmm. And one that I would add to the episode, but I'd rather let you look for it yourself because um, in at the end of the song, they argue for the black cop to be raped in prison. And it's like, we're not going to play that on the wine cellar. But yeah. the name of the group is DRS, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. If I remember right, their album is uh, 1993. And it was uh, Gangsta Lean. Anybody remember that song and that Gangsta Lean? Well, they actually had a whole album <laughs> that that <laughs> single represented. And um, on that album is a song called Nigga With A Badge. Talking about how brutal and fucked up black cops are. Mm-hmm. All right, and and in the end, yeah, they do argue for that black cop to be raped in prison, and uh, we don't, we're not with that. But saying like we don't want black cops, we've been saying we don't want black cops. Yep. We already have black cops. Right? Fuck them niggas. Why do you think John Singleton produced that scene in the 1991 film Boys in the Hood, where um, Omar Gooding's no, no, his name's not Omar. Cuba. Cuba Gooding Jr. Yeah, I was thinking of his brother, Omar Gooding. Yeah, Cuba Gooding Jr. uh, got jacked up by the cop saying, I hate you little black motherfuckers. 1991. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We've been saying we don't like fucking black cops. Oh, no, no. If you just do more diversity training and hire more black cops, all police brutality will end. Uh, In the fucking 1997 film, Players Club, uh... Those black cops. You think those fucking, uh, those sex workers in that film liked those black cops? <laughs> they don't want them niggas around. Nobody likes cops. Nope. 
You fucking put the uniform in black. That's a blue life to me now. That's not black. That's not a black life that matters. That's a blue life that doesn't matter. Fuck them. That was a good tweet that somebody made. It was uh, the song is called "Fuck the Police," not "Fuck White Police." <laughs> yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. And actually, speaking of which, something I did see on Twitter that was quite cringeworthy. You know how people do those like goofy ass uh, gender reveals. Oh so- shit. Yeah. I have seen one that literally takes the cake, and it was a cake. Uh, to just, you know, which one it is. Is it a boy or girl? The girl side was, like, pink ribbons, and the boy side was a police badge on the cake. Okay. Yeah. So is it gonna be Amy Cooper or Darren Wilson? Right. A signed cop of birth was supposed to be a joke, but, uh, you know. And I still think, I think something that, I mean... It's in the foreground of my head. I wonder if it's in the subconscious of other people's heads and that not I, I don't think it would drove everyone. I think that George Floyd shit, the video by itself is, you know, ill enough and real enough that's gonna get, you know, some of these little white niggas up and out they seat like what the fuck, bro? Yeah. You can't do that to my black bros, bro. You yeah. know, like they're gonna they're gonna jump up and, and get it popping. You know, but fucking but within that same you know, amount of hours, really. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it only takes so many hours to make a few days. So really, in an amount of hours, in a 24-hour social media news cycle, you see Amy Cooper trying to call the cops and failing to make that murder happen. Yeah. But then you see what happens when that cop shows up. Yeah. So it's like you have Amy Cooper, a face, next to what happens to George Floyd. Right. Like, not just the cop that did it, but who calls the cops on them. Yeah. Like, that, you made me think of that when you mentioned those cakes. Yeah. And yeah, man, I think that that Amy Cooper shit, it's like on some level, Amy Cooper murdered George Floyd. Right. But like, Amy Cooper as a representative of white supremacist womanhood. Yeah. Definitely. Oh, I definitely agree with that. Yeah. It's just... And I honestly, too, wish, like, we would get more... Like, we're too, I think, um like, gentle with the framing of this shit, like, because mm. it's easy to be like, oh, you know, corner store Karen and, like, make all the jokes, but that really, and, like, that's fine, but, you know, that really should be part of the fucking discourse is that this white woman was attempting to get someone lynched. Like, this white woman was attempting to have somebody murdered. That needs to be said every single time. Yeah. And the one that got Emmett Till murdered is she's still alive. Still fucking alive. That's a motherfucker, right? John McCain and shit, dead. This motherfucker, she's... Yep. And chilling. Well, the good die young, so that bitch never gonna die. Right, she's fucking fucking. Well, how, how many black people has she outlived? Right. That were born how after many, her. How many other black people has she gotten killed? That eh, Emmett like, Till's who we know of. Like, right. after, yeah, like after you catch the bug. And I mean, and Emmett Till was young, right? Yeah. When serial killers start out, and I mean, black people are not humans, right? Right. They start out with small animals. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Get a little baby. Like, yeah, I just want to know how many times she's called police to have somebody lynched as her life has got, like, I don't know. I mean, I have no reason to think she wouldn't do that or she didn't do that. And some people may think, like, you're going too far with this. Well, think about what you've seen recently ever since camera phones. Right. And then think about before these videos and every time in your life that you thought a black person was exaggerated or just talking bullshit. Right. <laughs> nigga, exactly. nigga, 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 nigga. Exactly. Okay, oh, Miss Phoenix Kalina oh. has an article up. I do. I have, look, my last thing on Twitter was what was trending. Um, a 
a certain man uh, whose name I think is... Oh, they don't have it in here. His, this fucking thing keeps spraying on me. Um, I think his... Uh, I can't remember his last name now. Uh, oh, no. Vanilla Ice. Oh, Robert Van Winkle. Van Winkle. Uh, Mr. Van Winkle is <laughs> trending on Twitter. Oh, well, there you go. Yes. That's good. Sure. That's not good? He's having a 4th of July concert in Texas, where COVID has spiked. All right. <laughs> On uh, some level, like, his, van- his vanilla ice really just been anti-white his whole life. I don't and he know. was like, you know what? I'm going to put on an American flag suit and shut down white rappers for the next nine years. I appreciate the hilarity of you saying that, because in the picture they used for the article, he has an American flag draped around his neck. Oh, Jesus. If folks remember... Again, I guess, you know what? Niggas tune in. Like, we're not young. People tune into the wine cellar. We might have younger people. Yeah. Um, It was a funny looking thing. Like, now, I was a child when it came out, and I like the music. Like, I still like some of that music now. Like, uh, the Havin' a Roni beatbox. The, yeah. Uh, that song hooked with that saxophone. You know, I like records. But that Vanilla Ice to the Extreme album came out in 1990, and it was really like an American flag suit. Yeah. Like, it was a suit. I remember that. <laughs> it was just like, it was like, holy shit, how pop is rap about to go? And I think rap responded with fucking, well, here's Death Row Records. <laughs> <laughs> and Wu-Tang Clan. Yes. And Ghetto Boys. Enjoy. <laughs> yes. All right, so Mr. Van Winkle is throwing a 4th of July weekend concert deep in the heart of a pandemic hotspot in Texas. Uh... This is going to be in Austin, so I guess if you're feeling bold, go check it out. Uh, The concert is titled the Independence Day Throwback Beach Party, and it is happening due to a a legal loophole. Oh, fuck. (laughs) Yeah, sure. That's all right. A a, a real estate hustler would love a legal loophole. Yes. So it is at the Emerald Point Bar and Grill, located on Lake Travis, which is technically a restaurant, even though it also has a large capacity outdoor general admission concert space. Uh, Whoever wrote this knows that fucking Ice Ice Baby song, because they keep, like, making little, like... Uh, so fans don't have to collaborate with or listen to current recommendations for coronavirus guidelines. See how that was, like, slick, right? They don't have to collaborate and listen. (laughs) Um, Vanilla Ice says, I can't wait to get back to this. He posted on his Instagram. Uh, the 90s were the best. We didn't have coronavirus or cell phones or computers. We had 5.0s, Blockbuster, Beavis and Butthead, Wayne's World, Chris Tucker, and Jackie Chan. Mortal Kombat is still better than Fortnite. Last of the great decades. I don't know, man. Um, yeah. So uh, the concert is selling 2,500 tickets, which is roughly half of the venue's potential capacity. Tickets range from $25 for general admission to $300 for VIP uh, seating, which is sold out. Who the fuck is paying $300 to see fucking Vanilla Ice in 2020? Wait, $300? Yes. You see, and that's why I'm literally making this post on the Facebooks right now. In other news, white people that aren't embarrassed to like Vanilla Ice anymore are about to have a corona spike. Mm-hmm. And oh, Color Me Bad. Who the fuck wrote this? Another retro act, Color Me Bad, will sex up the same venue on July 4th. Never! <laughs> 
So Texas Governor Greg, Ad, uh, Greg Abbott ordered all bars to reclose last Friday due to a surge of COVID-19 cases and hospitalizations. Uh, but earlier Wednesday, the popular ACL Music Festival announced it was scrapping its uh, planned 20, fall 2020 shows. Texas has announced 8,076 new cases, a record daily high. 8,000 cases in one day. All right. And the test positivity rates for the Austin area is now at 28%. Will it ever stop? Yo, I don't know. What? That's in the article? <laughs> That's the last sentence of it. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. And w- wait, what, what's that outlet? This is uh, Entertainment Weekly. Oh, okay, you know what? That's fitting. That that's oh. for, for that outlet. For some reason, I had it in my head that was Business Insider. Oh, no. no and I was no, like, no. how dare you? <laughs> yeah, the first sentence of the article is, all right, stop. <laughs> the last sentence is, will it ever stop you? I don't know. <laughs> and actually, it won't. On some level, I gotta look at it like, how the fuck has Vanilla Ice been in the game 30 years? I don't know. That's wrong. But what's amusing me is, like, there's a bunch of different outlets that are covering this, and every single one he has, like, some sort of, like, stars and stripesy outfit on. <laughs> like, he's got one where he's got a jacket that's got red sleeves with white stars on it. He's got fucking... <laughs> it's a little ridiculous. Yeah, it's a little if- ridiculous. <laughs> If if his like if his like numbers started to go down, he could do like the one final grift and just come out in the Confederate flag. Woo. Just do the one final like couple million dollar hit. Just do it, run through the daily caller, yeah. rip through the whole gamut, as they say. Yeah. All right, Miss Ma'am. Oh, you had something else lined I up there. I don't think so. Miss Phoenix. Just looking to see what else is going on. Um for some reason, All Lives Matters is trending, but that means that's K-pop stands, um, which is, like, their thing. Yeah, they've been trolling racists with, like, K-pop. Like, anytime a racist says something about, like, All Lives Matter, they, like, I don't know where the fuck, if they have, like, a slack or what, but they all get together and, like, start trolling it with, like, K-pop memes and videos and gifts and shit. Um, Unsolved Mysteries is coming back. Oh, no, absolutely not. Why? What? No, 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 no. Why? I watched Sightings with a scary alien face. That was my deal. I liked Unsolved Mysteries. Well, on the way out, um, it is 4.18 a.m., and I need to be heading on down to that there factory so I can be exploited for my labor, and we can try to get ourselves on out here to Michigan. And um, Joliet, Illinois, where um, I have worked with folks from out there, yeah. right? Folks that have been bussed into our factory have been bussed in from Joliet. Yeah. And by bust in, we're talking about uh, black workers that don't have um, work available or work that will hire them where they are, or they might be folks that have um, been human trafficked through the um, injustice system, as it were. I sound woke when I say it that way. <laughs> I, right? I, I sound like I'm, I'm with it, you know? I sound, I sound like I'm hip to the movement when I say it that way. Okay. But yeah, they've been trafficked through that system. Uh, so they have a prison record. And so now they now the business is, it's not that they won't hire them, it's that they can't. Mm-hmm. You see it? They can't. Uh-huh. They don't have an option. And uh, so they tend to get bust in as uh, temp labor in the factory. So uh, I've, I've come across some of these folks. And... um. So, another black man has died in um, what uh, Senator Lankford calls police care. Mm-hmm. All right? So, uh, they were very careful, I'd say. Yeah. 
and um, <clears throat> and there was a video that was buried for five months. So uh, CBS Two investigative journalist um, Dave Savini uh, interacted exclusively with uh, with the widow of the murdered individual and the Joliet mayor Bob Odekirk. Uh, said he gave he had grave concerns Tuesday night after watching the police video that he said was withheld from him for five months. So it was so bad they wouldn't even show the fucking mayor. Okay. Well, they 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 couldn't. Hmm. It wasn't a particularly favorable. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so uh, we learned it shows uh, police hitting a man in handcuffs and putting a police baton into his mouth. Rape culture. Rape culture. Always comes along with toxic masculinity. Mm. Always comes along with patriarchy. Rape culture, always going to be there. Uh, This is a uh, quote from uh, Nicole Lurie. Um, This was my soulmate, my best friend, and for him to just be gone in the blink of an eye, it tears me up inside. That's the uh, woman that he was married to. Oh, and, and um, I should link this. Uh, Chicago CBS Local. They have a video with her being interviewed. <clears throat> Lori said that she had been denied access to all police reports involving the January night her husband, Eric Lurie, was murdered after being, um, well, taken into police custody. Mm-hmm. She also added that they were going on a, on a half a year and there has been nothing, absolutely nothing. And she now only found out a video from a camera mounted inside a police car of that night exists because the new uh, CBS local found out and told her. Hmm. All right, so we will link that up. That is uh, going on. It's Morning Wine Cellar. It's July 2nd. Yes. I'm supposed to be writing sex workers' rights raps. Yes. So I can, I can get a job with Swap, too. <laughs> hip swap it's gonna be my rap style hip swap yes that is super corny yeah. no one people be like no. oh fuck no no fuck no that like that sounds like I'm one of them rappers that comes on and be like my name is William and I'm here to say that I want <laughs> rights for sex workers today so call your local senator or your mayor and tell them we need sex workers rights here look over there they don't have rights they're being harassed every damn night they need a safe place to earn a living because we don't have thanks for giving. You know, like, I sound like one of them rappers. The hip swap. Damn. Come on and support it. All right, folks. WineCellarMedia.com. Patreon.com slash Fund, where it has been declared by Woo. Phoebe Loco with a strong comment that it will not be a tiered system. Yes. Uh, kick in what you can to keep it socialized for every fucking body and we will be back for a Friday morning wine cellar and oh shit and you have a swap cast coming it's uh to this evening yes hopefully if people's schedules are clear yeah 6 or 7 p.m. I'm supposed to be recording with you yes yes ma'am indeedly do neighbor all right let's shut this down and load this up by that I mean upload it I think (laughs) all right folks Please, motherfuckers, be as safe as possible wherever you are.